What's up? It's the best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Now look, there's no such thing as best of or greatest hits or any other bullshit like that. It's just too wordy to say stuff that I whipped together and seems like it would be acceptable enough to be played again. You know, it's a little bit wonky to say all of that. So we just say best of. Uh, I, I'm just not comfortable with going on vacation for extended time and nothing happening. I just, I, I have this impression that I would come back and nobody would even remember that I had ever even done that. I know it's completely irrational, but it's the way I operate. So I've got a number of things that I actually enjoyed uh, uh, curating and, uh, and compiling and said, you know what? This is going to be fun to listen to. So, all right, all of that is going to happen on this best of series of shows. I also have my sponsors, which are so incredibly important, and I'm going to throw them at you the same way I always do as I produce the show in the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. All right? Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Think about them when you need your car repaired. 616-532-6600. Irvine's.com is their website, E-R-V-I-N-E-S.com. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Get a mortgage from Mario. If you're in any state in the U.S. with the exception of South Carolina, Maine, Hawaii, and Alaska, Mario can help you. Please mention my name, NMLS number 3035. Call him at 231-332-6505. We cannot forget about one of the longest-running sponsors that I've had, Blue Frost IT. Voted on by their internet technology, uh, uh, I should, I guess, peers as the number one IT company in all of West Michigan. Wow, what an honor. Blue Frost IT. Call them at 616-285-50 if you need a project to be done at the office, upgrading the equipment, moving Maybe you need someone to be your managed IT service provider. I have them as mine. You just pay them a few bucks each month and you're good to go. More information, you can find it at uh, bluefrostit.com or leave them an email, info at bluefrostit.com. Or as I said, call them 616-285-50. Okay, on with the best of the podcast. This this was pushed to the front of my brain um, and I woke up. And eventually I had a conversation with Diana. She goes, are you going to talk about this on the podcast? And I go, well, yeah, begrudgingly, because it's just fucking terrible. Um, there has been a, um, a, a big rush on uh, marriages of people that I know breaking up. And it's really been frightening to me. And I, 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 don't, I don't care for it. Um, uh, l- looking back at my old show, you know, the... Um, di- despite the strained relationship um, over the years, which um, between Greg and I um, and Steve and I, the relationship seems to have been smoothed over. Um, I, you know, there's a lot of um, looking back at my old show that the three main guys have all are all going, have either been divorced or are going through. And right now, and the big one was Greg. I did not expect that at all. I, I was, I was shocked and very upset by that. And I couldn't believe it. And um, so I've been thinking about that. And then 
uh, a very, very, like my most dear friend on the planet. Um, I, I, uh, I got some really, really bad news that um, there's real, real trouble in that relationship. And I'm like, whoa, okay, this is just, I, I'm seriously. And, and um, I'm watching and listening and paying attention. And I, and I see the anguish and the pain in their eyes and, and um, in the most recent one, um, it's being initiated by the misses of, of the two. And so it's just, I, I, I hate it. It makes me so upset. And then, so I don't know what was going on, but um, last night in my dream, I was, I swear to God, driving through the hills of Tennessee by my side, the queen of the forest. And she dropped the hammer on me in the dream. She said, um, I want to get a divorce. And it actually is upsetting me just saying that, even though it was a freaking dream. Oh, my God, was I. It was just horrible. Now, I don't remember a whole lot more than that, other than it was vivid as hell. And I was so wrecked. The idea that me, who without her, I am just an absolute disaster. I am like a, I'm like a dog walking around that's lost, you know, scared. Oh, it would be so stinking bad if if that were like a reality. Oh my god. Oh, I can only imagine. I mean, she is. It's uh, it's. I mean, it's. Oh, I'm at a loss for words about it. So. I wake up and it's 5 a.m. and I'm like, okay, that was a dream, but I was still extremely upset. And to make matters worse, she's not in bed with me. Oh my God. Uh, she ended up having to sleep in Madison's bed because Madison spent the night at a friend's house. Go. F did, did you ever spend nights at friends' houses when you were in, like during the school week? No, you wouldn't do that. You get your ass kicked by your parents. Uh, whatever she's going over to her friend's house so that means that because bruce normally lays in bed with her bruce the french bulldog and um with madison and you know she goes well somebody's got to sleep with it. bruce got to sleep in your bed dad and i go oh, fuck man he's a asshole he moves every three seconds he he scratches you it's just and he snots on you every time he breathes snot comes out of his nose so uh, I go, Diane, I can't do it. So she sleeps in Madison's bed with the dog. So I'm alone. I'm like, oh, my God. And, and I was I almost got out of bed, went into the room and said, honey, I and just, can you imagine if she's oh, she'd be like, what are you doing? What? Is, shut up. Go back to bed. So I just lay there and it just stunk, man. Oh, horrible. I um. I laid there till about six, just suffering. And I, I actually, I, I needed reassurance that she wasn't going to leave me. How ridiculous is that? It is a fucking dream, you asshole. Oh, <laughs> it was, oh my God, my fragile brain is so, oh, I mean, I'm fine, but it just takes so little to make me an unbelievable mess. I didn't weep, but I wanted to. I was like, God, this is the brain is such a disaster. So finally, it's time to get up. And uh, 
I, I get up, I go in there, okay, it's time to get up. Okay, hey, Bruce, how are you? And I'm, I'm in the room, and, and I, I go, you won't believe what happened. I tell her this dream, and she was just like, oh, she's giving me a, it was the best hug ever. Oh, my God. I, you know, seriously, if any of you right now are going through some type of trouble like this, I, I, I really feel bad for you. I, I, I hope that that's not the case, man. Oh, man, I would be such a disaster. I don't even, I don't want to even think about it. Oh, my God. Man, so that, that was it. That's, that's where it kind of ended for me. Okay. Um, I just, I'm thankful. And then I'm like, you know, you, you can't ever do this. You, ever, you, you cannot ever leave me. And she's just laughing in my face about my stupid dream. Holy crap. All right. So Bob Melvin, I actually like this guy, Bob Melvin. He's, uh, he's, he's pretty damn good. Uh, reporter. On, uh, I see him on NBC all the time and on uh, MSNBC. Seems like a nice dude. Interviewing another one of... Uh, it seems like there's so many Armenians that are in, in, uh, in, in media, whether it be radio, TV, or in, in some cases, podcasting from a dormer above the garage. I hadn't yet heard of uh, Ken Delanyan until this. That's a bummer for him. He just got a lot more famous. I don't know what the hell was going on here. Uh, Craig Melvin was just throwing it to Delanyan, who supposedly had some info uh, uh, about the election, Trump, Biden, the transition, uh, Trump being uh, not wanting to concede. I don't know. And it looked like uh, Delanyan was paying attention to what uh, Craig Melvin was saying. And then it was just so simple. He just threw it to him the way he's probably done a million times. Uh, Ken, what have you learned, sir? Uh, Ken looks like deer in the headlights and then he looks down and then says something under his breath but we all heard it and then the reaction from Craig Melvin I think we lost Ken oh my god listen to this Delanian has some new reporting on something that we talked about at the top of the hour how the Trump administration is handling the transition with the incoming Biden team or not handling it we should say to a certain extent this time it involves our intelligence community uh, Ken what have you learned sir oh shit fuck <laughs> okay uh, think we lost think we lost Ken for a second we'll try to get him back there uh, meanwhile, there's some new fallout over the election. Uh, it's also playing out at the... Uh, Melvin, though, I mean, dude has just... Uh, holy shit, Melvin had the deer run out in front and he did not swerve. Oh, that is great on many levels. The uh, Melvin keeping the car on the road despite what has just happened. And Delaney and I don't... I, that was just a spectacular... Oh, shit. It's like he got the yips or something. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. It's like that episode of the Brady Bunch when uh, the, the, the one kid froze when they were on TV. That's a reference 1% of you get. Holy fuck, man. Delanian has some new reporting on something that we talked about at the top of the hour, how the Trump administration is handling the transition with the incoming Biden team or not handling it, we should say, to a certain extent. This time, it involves our intelligence community. Uh, Ken, what have you learned, sir? Oh, shit. Fuck. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, think okay. we lost. Think we lost Ken for a second. We'll yeah, try to get. Yeah, you lost him. All right, man. Holy fuck! Oh shit! 
I can start out a podcast. Hey, it is the 11th of uh, 11th of November, 2020. Oh, shit. Fuck. The Eric Zincho podcast begins now. Okay, quick pause in the action. Don't forget about me on Cameo. Hire me, cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Don't forget about Horizon Hydroponics, H-O-R-I-Z-E-N, hydroponics.com. If you're growing anything, this is what you need. For any supplies to help make the grows quite large, Horizon Hydroponics, where you can uh, buy from anywhere in the U.S. and have it shipped to you free for orders $250 and over. Not to mention, use the code ZaneShow at checkout, and my gosh, you get the uh, uh, 10% savings right there. Horizon Hydroponics, thank you. Frank, the tank fuss and my policy shop insurance do this. If uh, you're getting ready to turn 65 in the next six months, you got to start planning. Okay, don't wait till day before you turn 65. Oh my gosh, Medicare, here it comes. No, 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 no. You need an expert to help you navigate this. And don't do it on your own. And what I love about this sponsor is you're not going to pay anything for the services that Frank the Tank Fuss from My Policy Insurance, uh, excuse me, My Policy Shop Insurance provides. He will help you or anyone in your family who's turning 65 navigate the Medicare um, process. Okay, that is it, that's there's a little bit to it. And Frank is an expert and a nerd at insurance. So thank you. If you need more information, this is what you do. Go to this website. Buy insurancehere.com that's frank's okay he set that up for you for listeners of this show just provide him some basic information good to go please mention in the spot where it says how'd you hear about me make sure you write something like that asshole eric zane he'll love that okay and then also do not forget about shows coming to back alley comedy club i love the fact that big dick donnie veltman nothing is going to slow that guy down uh, in fact, he is adding locations for Back Alley Comedy Club online uh, at uh, backalleycomedyclub.com or on Facebook at Back Alley Comedy Club. If you want to uh, see a show, let's see. I think we just got one uh, just added. Adam Ferrara live at Back Alley Comedy Club, but that's not till October. The next set of shows brings us Gary Owen. That is awesome. Gary Owen is coming to town. Tickets start at 35 bucks for this nationally known touring comedian. He's been entertaining American audiences for more than a decade with this awesome, awesome act. Back Alley Comedy Club. You can get tickets at uh, backalleycomedyclub.com. All right. On with the quote-unquote best of the podcast. All right. Putting the finishing touches on getting Dad in here. Dad, as always, is brought to you by my friends at uh, JM Synthetics for all of your Amsoil products online at jmsynthetics.com. All right, let's bring him in right now. My dad joining us for a dear meathead once again. Johnny on the spot, guy. Where are you? This is my famous son. Oh, it's famous dad. How are you? You sound great. Yeah, I feel good. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about you? Not bad. I had a little bit of a panic attack last night worrying about something stupid. Well? 
it was. You uh, want to talk about it? Yeah, it was. I was raking up the leaves, and I didn't like the fact that I I wasn't done, and I had to leave the pile of leaves there, which I'll just clean. I'll just clean up today. But you wouldn't have believed it. I was like, oh, this is the worst day of my life over leaves. Isn't that the dumbest thing in the world? Wow. Hey, I got the identical thing sitting out there waiting for me to be picked up. And it got rained on it. Yeah, that's what I was worried about. You know, I'm sitting there thinking, well, the grass is going to be dead, you know? Well, see, um, nah, I, I wasn't even concerned about it. <laughs> I piled it all up. I mean, big pile. This is the third pile that I have had. Oh, God. I got joints. <laughs> I got piles. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. I definitely know how it is. So you got to now. Do you just put them in like those big uh, paper bags and drag them out to the road? No, no, no. I got big dumpsters. I, I put it in the dumpster, and then if I ran out of that and just loaded all up, I got about four huge individual dumpsters. I yeah. dump it in there. They took it. Gar- garbage buckets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, what a pain in the butt. Oh, God. Yeah, it's, it's hard. It really is hard. But uh, then again, this is the last time I think I'm going to do because uh, it looks like all the leaves are down. Okay, great. Now, Dad, I uh, uh, I was talking with uh, your son-in-law, Mike. Uh, he had uh, I had sent him the video of the uh, fighter jets flying over grayling. And uh, wow. he, now he told me that he showed you the video of the fighter jets did. flying he over. Did. What did you think about that, Dad? I thought there was like about 100 feet off the ground. Well, it looked like it. They were just above the trees. It was yeah, a, little, a, a little bit higher than that. But my gosh, was, have you ever seen that before when you've lived there? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. Oh. Uh, uh, where we are, we, we, we used to drive up the, up the hill there, you know? Yeah. Where they have this uh, buildings, and we watch them down there, and then they come down really low, and they drop this uh, noise making device. Boom! You mean a bomb? It's supposed to be a bomb, but it's not. That uh, they're maneuvering the dropping of a bomb. Yeah, Dad, weren't you? Wasn't there a time when you and Mike and Mike's brother were on snowmobiles? And you, uh, and you discovered you, you you actually discovered a tank. Yes. Now, I guess my first question is: I was surprised to hear that the Army National Guard would just leave a tank out. The tank was encased in a uh, uh, like, barrier. Uh, barrier, all uh, screened up. You couldn't get in it. But his his brother somehow managed to get in there. Okay, so he's where the tank is, and then he actually went inside of the tank, yes? And he started the tank. <laughs> what? Do you that, believe that? No, I, I, that's crazy to me that you, I mean, don't they, I guess they don't need a key? No, tanks don't have keys. <laughs> he scared the hell out of them. Well, yeah, so is, I can just imagine you're inside of a tank and all those all the controls. Who, who, is there a big button that says start on it? And, the, and, the, and a tank has a device in it. If you start it within seven minutes, if you don't put it in gear, it'll shut itself down. 
Well, thank God, because he, he started... Yeah, because we thought, we thought that's going to run all the time. Suppose <laughs> it takes off, it destroyed a damn uh, cage that there was in there. I wonder if he considered putting it, trying to put it into gear and driving it. Hey, I don't know about that kid. He's a punk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I bet that was... I bet that shocked the hell out of you guys. Yeah, when you scared suddenly, the hell out of me. You suddenly hear that diesel motors are, are going... And I... I, I really had some knowledge of it, but I didn't have knowledge of it that eventually this is going to f- get in gear and take off. Oh. If it took off, it take the fence right down. Now, how quickly did Jeff get out of that damn thing? Oh, I don't even know how he got out from how he got in and how he got out. Well, yeah, I mean, I, he's so fat. I thought he, I, I'm surprised he could even get in the damn thing. Well, he wasn't that fat at that time, oh. but he was fat. Oh. Now he designs yeah, he does. He actually does that. He he, uh, he actually designs the things, as Joanne was saying. Wow, Wait, that was that was special. No, no, no. That no. you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah Jeff. Does. Yeah, Jeff's the one who does that. He works for the tank plant. I isn't Jeff the guy that's driving the truck right now? No, no, no. That's Jason. Jay- I thought Jason was the guy. No, that. no, you're mixing them up. Jason. Oh, okay. Jason is the truck driver. Jeff's the pain in the ass. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Mr. Know-it-all. Oh, God. Unbelievable. He's actually relentless. I know. You know he, I, I hate to engage him in the conversation. Yeah, he's one of these pains in the asses that thinks that this pandemic isn't real. Yeah, well, but, I hope he doesn't get it. Yeah. All right. Well, Dad, uh, I've got a number of questions that I want to run by you. But first, before I talk to you, I wanted a guy. I haven't. It's been a week. Uh, last week, Wednesday, it was uh, we were just, um, you know, the, the election was kind of still going on and the vote counting and all that stuff. But it, um, uh, it as time has passed, it is it appears at least like Biden is president elect. Um, now, we won't know until mid-December when the Electoral College submits their actual votes, but it seems like Trump is not taking this lying down. Uh, what no, are, he's not. Yeah, what no, are, he's not. What are your I thoughts on that? I don't understand that either, because he had quite a bit of stuff that was way ahead of everybody else. All of a sudden, it came to a halt. Well, he uh, by the, when you and I went to bed, he was leading, and it, he, it looked like things were very, very good. But as we woke up and the and the morning progressed one week ago, it became appe- uh, apparent that many more votes were going towards Biden as they continued to count yeah. all those absentee ballots. You know, and uh, you know this was identical to the last election. The 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 lady who, who was it that was running against him? Hi- yes, Hillary Hillary Clinton. Eric, uh, he he was she was by two hundred thousand votes. Well, like ahead of him, she she uh, she uh, won what's known as the popular vote, but she she didn't win the electoral college, which is what you need well, to actually win. But everybody thought that she's going to win. Yeah. Now now Trump is uh, is he's kind of like uh, digging his heels in and. Um, he he does not. You know how like sometimes when the well when that, when any other normal election happens, the the one who's losing concedes. You know he says, "Hey, we uh, we had a good fight, and I want to thank my supporters, but uh, it's not to be." So congrats to the winner, and uh, 
uh, I'll just uh, I'll just be on my way. You're not getting any of that here. He's uh, no. This is not going to happen. What do you? What is your? What is your thoughts about this approach by Trump? Do you think it's good or bad? Do you support it? Do you not care for it? How do you feel? I, I feel that he is on a losing end of this. Right, but how do you? Uh, he, he's not going to get the election. Right, right. But do you do you have an opinion about his behavior? Well. He is a very hard guy to get along with, as far as that goes. If he, if he, he's, uh, if he's not going to win, he'll make it hard for you. Hillary wasn't there, you know. Either. Um, according to Joanne, Hillary wasn't so, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I don't think it was nearly as nearly. But of course, she wasn't uh, an incumbent. Uh, he, she was a candidate, and Trump. Yeah, but was, I don't understand how. This numbers could go the way it did. Oh, it's. it's uh, I, I think it's. I think they they explained it. It. Uh, you know. You remember how I like in Michigan, uh, of the uh, more than five million voters, three point one million of them were mailed in. So there was a, a huge. I mean, it, it took a long time, and once they finally were able to count them all, uh, it 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 became apparent that uh, uh, Biden was the guy in Michigan. I, I don't get it. I really don't get it. What? What do we? What do you mean? What? What? Uh, this is a, what the most unusual election I've ever seen. Yeah, I think it was just they just counted the votes. It was as simple as that. Uh, and a lot of people don't believe that, but the, it was. It's very very simple. There was a uh, a lot of votes. Sixty seven percent of the country voted, and then um, of registered voters voted, and then uh, it's just taken time to count it. So that's pretty much it. But yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I cannot uh, predict what's going on. Yeah, do you, do you, not a political person, but then again, yeah. Now, you know, now Trump I have is my feelings. Who I should uh, be voting for? Right, right, right. Now, Dad, Trump is saying that there's a scam. Do you think there's a scam? I couldn't tell. Right. I have no idea. I'm not political. I don't know what went where. All right. Uh, I'm only going by number of votes. Okay. Uh, I have a question from Justin, and he writes this, Dad. Listen up. Dear, Hi, Justin. He says, uh, Dear Meathead, last week I walked into my bedroom, and I found my wife who was getting dressed in front of the bedroom window. It was dark outside, and the lights were on inside of the room, so it was very easy to see in. The blinds were wide open. She was nude in front of the window for at least 10 seconds where anyone could have seen her. Should I be concerned about that she just carelessly uh, carelessly flashed the whole neighborhood? Thanks, Meathead. What are your thoughts? No, I don't think so. I mean, that could be easily just a mental uh, uh, telepathy to, uh, hey, uh, I didn't think about it. You know, uh, why make a case out of something that doesn't exist? So... Well, wait a minute. Are you telling me that if if it's dark outside and Joanne is in your room and she's one hundred percent naked in a lit room in front of the window, it's that's that's a problem or not a problem? I would think that this is not a deliberate thing. Well, right. I don't think he's. I don't think that this person thinks it's deliberate. I think that the person is like, "What are you doing? You you, you can't like." He's like concerned that she's doing that and telling her to stop it. Is that is that appropriate? I don't think you should make a case out of it. <laughs> Just let her let her take off her clothes in front of the window, huh? 
Well, then how many times has this occurred? One time. I mean, you can make mistakes not, not even thinking that the windows are open. Yeah. You give the credit to the person and uh, let it go. Uh, all right. Yeah, I don't fact, know. In fact, I think I would have liked it. You think you would have liked it? <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. So don't make a case out of it and then put a wedge in your marriage, my God. And that, that something like that would stick in your brain and you deal with it for a long, long time. And that's not a good thing. All right. Well, uh, maybe. maybe. Maybe that person should just calm down. Now, here's a, here's a solution to that. Yep. Close the windows and say, honey, get this robe in front of me. I can watch you. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If she, if she is longing for some people to see it, let her husband see it. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Maybe there's something there. I'll, I'll okay. Hopefully that person will take your advice. Okay. All right. I'm not done with Dear Meathead, but it's long. So I'm throwing in a couple of sponsors here on the best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Don't forget about Paintball, TC Paintball. We've got an event coming up August 29th, Paintball War number 15, The Unnamed War. Please reach out to me if you're coming. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. And if you're thinking about getting a crew together and then having a great time, don't forget about TC Paintball. If you are in West Michigan, tcpaintballgr.com, have them host a party for you. For my event on the 29th, it's going to cost you 35 bucks. You get the paint, you get the mask, you get the gun. We're having a uh, pizza party ahead of time from bc pizza and it happens sunday august 29th for a 5 p.m start thank you to rick and the folks at tc paintball senor martinez from a and e heating and cooling says look if anything goes wrong with your setup heating cooling whatever it may be keep him in mind you should see him twice a year to tune up the furnace to uh, tune up the air conditioning and uh, maybe more often if something else goes south he can help you whatever you need could be an after-hour service call. Could be a reg, uh, regular scheduled call. A and E Heating and Cooling. You have a trusted source with A and E Heating and Cooling. 616-516-8579. My pals at Cornhole America inviting you to check them out. If you want to have some fun, get a brand new set of absolutely perfect, pristine, professional cornhole boards with whatever logo you want on it. On them, I should say. Okay, you can put anything at all onto a set of cornhole boards. You can even put whatever you want on the bags. This is a great business based in Cedar Springs, Michigan, but is sending boards out to uh, any place in the United States. Spread the word that if you want a professional set of top quality cornhole boards that will last a lifetime, cornholeamerica.com. Okay, the conclusion of Dear Meathead. Go. Now, Dan writes this, Dear Meathead. Uh, my name is Dan. I live in New Jersey on the Jersey Shore. Hearing about Michigan, it sounds like a great place to raise a family. I was wondering uh, what you think about that, and how did you get your roots in Michigan? Well, my roots were simple. I had a long, long lost uncle that lived in America. We didn't know who he was, where he was, 
but we had people looking for her in the United States. Him. Him. Yeah. And then we discovered where he was, or it cost a lot of money. Uh huh. And then uh, he had no clue who I am, no clue who his sister was, which is my mother. Right. You know, he didn't. He was a little boy, left to the Santa when he was a maybe five years old kid. Right. And he ended up in England. And uh, how in the hell he agreed the fact that he's an uncle of mine? I don't know. Are you are you sure it was your uncle or not just some guy who was like? Just, it's my uncle. And my. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, had my mom's last name okay. or something like that. I don't know. Right. A ma- her maiden name, you know. Yeah. Now. Uh, and uh, so somehow, other than she was here, he was here in uh, in Michigan. Uh, he was in insurance industry. Yeah. Now, if I remember correctly, you got there, and it's the first time you'd ever laid eyes on the guy. You show up like a cab lets you out in front of his house, and you walk in. How did he react when you walked up to him? Oh, I, I can't remember that, you know, but they, they welcomed me. Oh, here's Reuben. They, they call me Reuben, you know. Yeah. And uh, they, they welcomed me. Okay. And that so that's how and you got course, started. I'll shit hit the fan later on. Now, now, Dad, now, Dad, he, would he speak Armenian to you? No, no, he had no clue what Armenian was. Okay, so he had been in the uh, he had not been in that setting where that was the spoken language. Sure, and now I had no clue what English was. Right. Oh my God, I cannot imagine how strange that must have been for everybody there. I I could put pieces together in a. Because I dealt with a lot of the American uh, sergeants and so forth in your country, right, right. and I somewhat yeah. of an English. So, Dad, what do you think about uh, his question about uh, uh, moving to Michigan or living in Michigan? It seems like a great place to live. Do you do you agree with that? Do you, do you like living in Michigan? Well, I definitely would be a foolish person to say no. It's a great place to live in. Uh, I mean. Hey, I've been here many, many years, yeah, and uh, I, I love it. Yeah, Dad. Some people, when they when it gets cold, they like wish that they could move to Florida, and they like move to Florida for like half a year. I know, I know, my mom and Wally did that for a period of time. Did 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 uh, that ever appeal to you, Dad? Well, I have four perfect seasons here, and I'm I've been acclimated to this all my life here. So we don't have tsunamis. We don't I have don't have tsunamis. I don't have fires. I don't have anything. That's, uh, so this that's is true. Uh, just a great state to live in. All right. All right. Very good. And the good. people of it are just great. All right, Dad, I'm moving on. I've got a question from an anonymous person. It's some sensitive uh, se- uh, sensitive facts and questions and wants your advice. Uh, anonymous writes, Dear Meathead, I surely love your advice. Can I get some uh, get your perspective and Joanne's perspective on this, too. Uh, this person writes, I have a general frustration and dissatisfaction with my work life and my personal life. Some of it, I think, is the weirdness of the pandemic, but some of it might just be life. How do you deal with times when you just don't feel like things aren't going your way or the way that you want? Thank you for your advice. Signed, Anonymous. Well, I'm a forever optimist. I keep thinking 
Hey, I'm I'm in the same boat as you are. I, I'm I'm really up uppity uppity with the anger and all that. But I try not to let it happen by keeping busy with something. Throughout my day, I'm, I'm not an outdoors, I mean, indoor person. I'm an outdoors. I keep busy, keep busy. And this will pass. The only thing that I have is now you have to keep yourself in good health. That is the key because this, when this passes, you have to be on this earth to enjoy the things that are coming your way. Yeah. Uh, if it happens, if it happens, and God forbid you're infected, well, that's God's will. You 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 can't you know you can't change that. Well, you know, I mean that that is that is uh, you're right. You can't change that if it you happens. You can't change that. I, 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 I think got out of it. I, I think what you're saying it's it's beyond your control to some degree, but not exactly. I mean, if you if you uh, take some precautions, you can give yourself the best chance to. Yeah, you can control it right, by right. locking up yourself in a house and don't go out and all that. But then again, that is a terrible life. Yeah, I I think that it's important. I think Joanne would agree that. Uh, any gigantic decisions and contemplating your future and your existence, I think you got to give yourself a fair shot with this and wait until your uh, until this kind of ends, which might take a little while longer. My suggestion is uh, no big decisions or anything like that um, concerning your life and uh, and like job or your marriage. Just just keep the car on the road right now. Take it easy. And uh, the rest will fall into place when the time is right. Is at least how I would handle that. Joanne, what do you think? What do you think, Joanne? I think that's exactly right. And tell yourself some good thoughts. There you go. I like that. You know, I what some people tell me, hey, Eric, if you want to end your anxiety or at least uh, get it under control, try to focus on the task at hand, the one thing at a time mentality which works most of the time didn't work for me yesterday when i was panicking about the leaves but still um it uh my mind tends to go in several directions and i think that that's important to to keep that like in focus you know and and, then the issue of leaves i want to touch base on it hey it was so windy in here it was getting my stuff that i piled up all over i had to rake it all up yeah well, that's all I had to do, so I wasn't going to get upset. I raked it all up back in a place, and I'm going to go pick it up. Well, that's right. you see, that's great. That's the way you do it. You just uh, yeah, Joanne says, mind over matter. Right. You just focus. You'll be fine. Okay. All right, so I'm going over some show notes of things that you've said since we started talking today. I think you threw out a uh, reference to mental telepathy at one point. Uh, that was, that was uh, something I wrote down. And uppity, uppity with the anger. <laughs> yeah, was also uh, was also a good one too. I like I I like the way you're thinking today, Dad. All well, right, thank you. Uh, Boyd writes this. Occasionally, I think right. No, it's true. <laughs> uh, uh, Boyd writes this, dear Meathead. I have a side job. I call it my side hustle. That's about to end. I teach motorcycle classes on the weekend, and the weather is turning. What side job would you suggest to make up for the decrease in income? Signed, Boyd. Well, uh, that's a tough one for me. 
not knowing what his trades would be in the uh, job market, just look in, in your papers, see what they're hiring, what they're not hiring, and anything that uh, they're offering, just to keep you going, I don't know if you want to work because of financial needs or not. Uh, did Grub, you hear what you Grubhub. Grubhub. I'm glad that she knows what that is. Yeah. I had no clue what she's talking about. She's from the old school. And I'm, no, a, younger, that's, I'm a younger husband. No, actually, that's new. That's, that's something that someone who's uh, uh, at, at the stage of life that Joanne is in, that I would expect her not to know that, but she knows that. You know, there's something about our marriage. We both have the same upbringings. We didn't have money. We didn't have a lot of stuff. We lived in a little home yeah. and whatnot. And when we ultimately ended up having the things that we want to have, we cherished it. Yeah, that's good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad anyway. to hear that. All right, so there you go. Uh, boy, look in the papers, as Dad said. That's good advice. Yeah, just, yeah, the people advertise. Maybe a, how about a, a picture fa- uh, picture frame builder? Could that be something in the cards for him, Dad? Uh, I don't think there's a big market for All that. All right, very good. Uh, I've got so many frames made in here. Oh, I know it. With your finger. Uh, and so many fingers lost yes, because of that. Yes, holy crap. You beat me to it. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, let's see. Uh, Tim, uh, Tim writes this. What kind of indoor fireplace is the best? My wife hates the smell of smoke in the house. Should I get a wood stove insert to produce the heat or just give up on having fires inside? Thanks, guy. Tim from Grand Rapids. He said he's Tim? Yeah. Uh, Tim, wood stove is going to yield a smell. (laughs) No two ways about it. Yes. I would buy a gasoline type of a burner. When I say gasoline, you know, natural gas. Yeah, gasoline is definitely not the fireplace you want. Not gasoline, but natural <laughs> gas. Yeah, right. And uh, heat the house that would day for just a beautiful sight that you want to see. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the key to the whole thing. It doesn't have an odor, and it burns nicely, and you can shut it off anytime you want. Yeah. Uh, yes, it does. What's that? Yes. What? Liz, Liz has got a wood burning um, yeah. and, and a fireplace, and it does smell. Yeah, it's a smell too. Okay, all right. Yeah. I wouldn't know. So, I mean, I, uh, I I don't have that. But all right. So you're saying go with the gas? Yes, gas is the key. All right. Uh, all right, Dad, I'm going to leave it right there, man. I don't have anything left for you here. Uh, these people have uh, had a number of questions for you. They 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 just love talking to you. Uh, I don't have any takers yet on the stamp collection or the coin collection. I might have to go get pictures of that in order to move the meter. Okay. Okay. That's all right. There's no urgency. Okay. So uh, if I should uh, cook in advance, it'll be up to you guys. Yeah. Well, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and get uh, get you to price it for me and what you want and stuff like that. But uh, all right. I don't even know what I, I want for it. Really. All right. Well, we'll... We'll figure it out. It's no problem. No, that's not an issue right now. Okay. Well, Dad, as always, uh, Dad and Joanne, thank you guys so much and uh, for the time, and, and I'll talk to you very soon. And please stay safe, okay? 
All right, but I also want to make sure that uh, we can get this chainsaw to you. So, yeah, yeah, we had talked about that. I uh, uh, now I understand you don't want me to make a special trip to come get. No, it. I don't. I don't want you to do that. Just to pick this up. No. Well, why don't I? How about I do this? How about I make a special trip to like say hi and come see you, and then. Well, if you if you wish to do that, I greatly would appreciate that. And then uh, you know, I'll like grab it. I can like take it. I'd, I'd like to see you. You know. Now, what if I did this? What if I said, "Hey, Dad, I'm coming to see you, and uh, we're gonna have a socially distant time and have dinner together." And then um, when I'm walking out the door, I say to you, uh, "By the way, I only came here to get the chainsaw." That'll be fine. <laughs> hey, I'll leave it outside. All right, very good. <laughs> okay. All right, Dad, I love you so much. Joanna, I love, I love you too. I love you too, but I don't want you to drive 600 miles uh, yeah. right. uh, to get this chainsaw here, you know. It, it's not quite that, that far, Dad. But well, 300 miles. We'll figure it out. All right, I love you guys. I love you too, honey, and say hello to your baby. Yes, I will. I will double. I will do that. Bye bye. Okay, talk to you guys. There you go. That's it. The best of, and I've got more where that came from. As each day passes, I'll have another best of show for you. Thank you so much for being part of this one. Talk to you next time. Bye bye.